right to voice our opinion and matters. We can change a lot with our vote if it's counted. It give us a chance to voice our opinion and make things happen ourselves. That was Joshua Caven. He's 23 and from the South Shore neighborhood. I talked to him right after he had just voted for the first time in a political election. He's also currently incarcerated, and the place that he cast his first vote was none other than Cook County Jail. On a bright morning in March, two weeks before the official primary date in Illinois, Cook County Jail became the first jail in the country to become a place where incarcerated people could physically cast a ballot. At Division 11, the medium security facility on the sprawling campus of jailhouses located in North Lawndale. There will be more people who will have, have access to the ballot and anytime that happens, that's a good thing. That was Lieutenant Governor Juliana Stratton. As state representative, she sponsored the legislation. She says both her and Governor Pritzker are doing everything they can to make sure people can exercise their right to vote. You know, people have the right to vote. This is the uh, 55th anniversary of the March on Selma where people died pushing to make sure people had the right to vote. And so I want to do everything that I can to make sure that people have that access and, ha and can exercise that right. There tends to be a lot of confusion surrounding voting rights for incarcerated or formerly incarcerated people. The laws are fairly convoluted and vary state by state. Illinois is one of just 16 states where people lose their voting rights only while they're in prison. In August, Governor J.B. Pritzker signed a law mandating that county jails in Illinois ensure pretrial detainees can vote during elections and that people leaving jails and prisons in Illinois receive voter registration information and learn about their voting rights being restored. The push for legislation came from Chicago Votes, a local grassroots organization that works to enfranchise the vote for all. The group started registering people in Cook County Jail to vote back in 2017. To date, they've registered over 5,000 incarcerated people. But Executive Director Stevie Vias said it wasn't long after they started registering voters that they realized they could be doing even more. We're really excited today. This has been uh, a pretty long journey. Um, we started registering guys and uh, people in the jail, and uh, they started asking us how they were going to vote. Um, we thought that was a really good question. They realized that in order for us to turn this jail into a polling location, we would have to pass a bill that made it so. After months of advocacy, a bill was vetoed by then-Governor Bruce Rauner. But after more campaigning and the election of a new governor, their vision was finally codified into law. We're starting from the ground up when it comes to the downstate jails, so I'm hopeful that they would follow the law, um, especially a jail that's really important for them to follow the actual laws. Um, and if not, then they'll be held accountable through the FOIA requests, and it's really important that they get it together, especially for November, if there are any issues. I spoke with Sean Allen. He was the first person that day to fill out a ballot. He even held Reverend Jesse Jackson's hand while the two walked up to the voting booth. You know, everybody has a voice. Allen started an online marketing firm in 2015, but he's been in Cook County since July 2018. Yeah, almost two years now. It, it definitely does um, give you uh, at least some type of empowerment or some type of pride because being in here, a lot of our rights or just 
day-to-day things that normal people can do, we can't do. So, you know, being able to vote and knowing that a lot of things we vote on affect us personally, yeah, it, it, it definitely feels good to know that you have some type of voice in what affects you. You feel like I say? Because a lot of times we don't have a voice in the things that directly affect us being here. Um, I, I, I take it all in. I'm, I soak it all up because I feel like by doing these interviews and getting these pictures, it puts the spotlight on the county, um, Tom Dart, the lieutenant governor, everybody that, you know, has a say-so in what's going on here, because now the public gets to see what's going on. Um, and I feel like a lot of times the public does need to see what's going on for people to speak out.